0: I didn't realize it at the time, but when I walked through the door of the Atlantic Grill restaurant one blustery winter afternoon, I was heading to one of the most significant conversations of my life. As I bit into my cheeseburger and my friend picked at her salad, she made a comment that would occupy my mind for years. In an offhand way, she mentioned, I want to get myself in the habit of running, but I can't, and it really bothers me. Then she added, in a crucial observation, when I was on the high school track team, I never missed track practice, so why can't I go running now? Why? I echoed. Well, you know, it's so hard to make time for ourselves. Hmm, I said. We started talking about other things, but even after we'd said goodbye... I couldn't stop thinking about our exchange. She was the same person she'd been in high school, and she was aiming to do the same activity. She'd been able to go running in the past, but not now. Why? Was it her age, her motivation, her family situation, the location, team spirit, or something else? She assumed that we all have trouble making time for ourselves. But actually, I don't have any trouble making time for myself. How were she and I different from each other? I would spend the next few years trying to answer these questions. The Origin of the Four Tendencies They say there are two kinds of people in the world. Those who divide the world into two kinds of people and those who don't. I'm definitely the first kind. My great interest is human nature, and I constantly search for patterns to identify what we do and why we do it. I've spent years studying happiness and habits, and it has become obvious to me that there's no magic, one-size-fits-all answer for building a happier, healthier, more productive life. Different strategies work for different people. In fact, what works for one person may be the very opposite of what works for someone else. Some people are morning people. Some are night people. Some do better when they abstain from strong temptation. Others, when they indulge in moderation. Some people love simplicity. Some thrive in abundance. And not only that, as I pondered my friend's observation about her running habit. I sensed that deep below the night people versus morning people sorts of differences, there existed some kind of bedrock distinction that shaped people's natures, something profound, but also bold and obvious, that nevertheless eluded my vision. To help figure out what I was missing, I posed a number of questions to readers of my website, including, How do you feel about New Year's resolutions? Do you observe traffic regulations? Why or why not? Would you ever sign up to take a class for fun? As readers' responses poured in, I saw that distinct patterns were threaded through the various answers. It was almost weird, as though groups of people had agreed to answer from the same script. For instance, about New Year's resolutions, a subset of people gave virtually identical answers. I'll keep a resolution if it's useful, but I won't start on New Year's Day because January 1st is an arbitrary date. They all used that word, arbitrary. I was intrigued by this specific word choice because the arbitrariness of the January 1st date had never bothered me. Yet these people were all giving the same answer. What did they have in common? And many people answered, I don't make New Year's resolutions anymore because I never manage to keep them. I never make time for myself. Another group said, I never make resolutions because I don't like to bind myself. There was some meaningful design here. I knew it, but I just couldn't quite see it. Then finally, after months of reflection, I had my eureka moment. As I sat at my desk in my home office, I happened to glance at my messy, handwritten to-do list, and suddenly it hit me. The simple, decisive question was, how do you respond to expectations? I'd found it.